Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. Hey folks, thanks for joining us on another episode of Aero Bandwidth. I'll be your host today, Timur Rasik. Today with me, we have Larry Bourgeois, our solutions architect from our Emerging Technologies Group. How are you doing today, Larry? Doing great. Glad to be here. Hey, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. How are things going in the ETG space for you lately? They are doing well. Actually, have just moved back over to the group after a, a slight divergence to somewhere else within Arrow, and it's good to be back. Uh, I really enjoy the breadth of suppliers that we have in the group and, and the chance to help grow some of Arrow's new suppliers and some of the suppliers on our line card that were a little bit underserved, that we're really trying to bring to the forefront with the Emerging Technologies Group. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, I'm kind of jealous that Emerging Technologies Group sounds like a really cool place to be. Uh, you got a lot of new up and coming companies or companies that you know people haven't really heard of that are doing really, really neat things in the space. Uh, one of those companies actually being Quest Software um, and one of their products called Core Store that really helps with backup acceleration and cloud mobility. We'll actually be talking about them today. And from Quest, we've got Jesse Lala with us here today. His official title is a QA engineer, but he definitely wears a lot of hats. So Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, so I've been with Quest through a bunch of acquisitions and movements since like 95. Basically, I do a little bit of everything, <clears throat> excuse me, DevOps, support, escalation-wise, helping with customer attrition and issues, pre-sales when the engagements are large enough or when there's complications. In the back end, just helping products come to market in the best possible way and trying to help Quest be successful wherever I can. Oh, man, that's awesome. Sounds like you do a lot of cool things for a really cool company. So thank you for taking some time to join us today and talk about what it is you guys exactly do. So do you want to tell us a little bit about who is Quest and what is it they do? And then maybe you can dive into sure, the yeah. product as well. Yeah, no problem. So Quest has been around for, for a long time, mid-80s, you know, started off as just a couple of products and they basically grew inorganically by acquisition of various products, you know, that a lot of people would know about like Toad and Lightspeed and, you know, One Identity and whatnot. But um, basically they have over 130,000 customers across 100 different companies. Uh, they're probably like in 90% of all global 1,000, over 80% of Fortune 500 companies. And yeah, so they've been around for a long time. They have a pretty deep portfolio. And today we'll be talking about CoreStore, which is where my expertise comes in. And what exactly is CoreStore? What does that do? So CoreStore is a software-defined secondary storage technology. Um, some people may have heard the DR appliance from Dell. You know, one, one of the interesting uh, historical facts about Quest is that it was part of Dell for a period of time before it divested. And uh, so they drove a lot of technology that the Dell software entity had um, at one point in time before it evolved and, you know, through the acquisition of EMC. But um, it's a secondary storage platform, software defined. Basically, it allows customers to break free from traditional purpose-built backup applications, which are set to be run on specific hardware from specific suppliers. And that technology allows them to accelerate backup performance, reduce storage requirements and costs, 
There's technology that allows replication more securely than you know traditional uh, replication technologies, allowing faster uh, transition to the cloud and data archiving in the cloud, uh, cloud mobility, disaster recovery, business continuance. So yeah, that basically kind of sums up core stories. Very cool. Larry, have you had any other experiences with course or any cool stories you could tell? I have not directly, but uh, you took the question I was going to ask Jesse and <laughs> hey, maybe is there, a, is there a great success story or a customer where you've been able to come in and really have had core store, you know, maybe optimize their backup windows so they were able to shorten their recovery point and recovery time objectives or get their data to the cloud. So if they had a business continuity situation where they needed to spin up in the cloud, you know, the data is there and available and ready to go. Yeah, not specific customers, but that's our sales motion, right? So, um, you know, we have a lot of customers using CoreStore today, including customers, you know, big companies like Yahoo and whatnot. But um, that's what the technology allows you to do. It basically allows you to accelerate ingestion of, you know, secondary storage workflows, and it allows you to replicate, um, you know, to the cloud. And there's a couple of different transport methods to do that. And once it's in the cloud, you can stand up, uh, an instance to either ingest directly or to mount and provide some compute to do things with it in the cloud. So that's definitely something that a lot of customers do, and that's why customers choose CoreStore. So, I mean, that kind of is a perfect segue into like what I was just thinking about, like, you know, why like choose CoreStore at the end of the day over the competitors? Uh, what makes CoreStore different? Like, how are you guys better? Sure, that's a good question, you know, because there's a lot of technologies out there. You know, like I said, I've been in this industry since 19, um, it, the, the backup industry basically since early two, or 1999, but I've been in, in the computer industry since 95. And, you know, I've, I've gone through pretty much every secondary storage appliance there is, right? Even before they got acquired, all the way to the early days of data domain, Sepaton, you know, like... You name it, I've had my hands on it. One thing that's unique about CoreStore is you still get 21 reductions. You know, you get ingest rates of up to like 20 terabytes an hour, you know, and it reduces your, your transfer windows between locations by up to 50%. And the great thing about it is it's software defined, so you can install it on any hardware in any environment. You know, you can build your own server and install it on it. You can partner with Arrow and come up with a, a great uh, solution for it. You can install it in the cloud, run it in an Azure Compute instance. You could AWS, you could do it in you know, VMware, Hyper-V, you know, KVM. It just, it's really easy to use, right? And I would say like after the application's installed, you're up and running within five minutes and you're, you're basically storing your data and getting the deduplication savings of built-in variable block dedupe and compression um, and then you can also leverage, of course, with that, um, you know, all the different tiering options that are available with the product. Well, that's cool. So it does all that dedupe and uh, making sure that uh, you're using the correct compression, which will help alleviate a lot of that cloud costs and stuff, too, when you're uploading your data uh, resource and hardware utilization in the cloud. And then especially if you're going to download any of that data as well, your egress charges. So that's actually really neat how it can make it more efficient therefore driving your cloud costs down as well as helping Definitely. you back up your data. 
Um, and you mentioned there's no specific hardware or anything. You can be installed anywhere across all the different clouds. Um, are there any specific, and I heard you say KVM, so are there like any specific Linux distributions that it works on or um, yeah, is it open so to anything? Or? Pretty much it's uh, CentOS, Red Hat, Oracle Linux, you know, anywhere I think uh, version 7.5 onwards. And uh, basically the software package comes with any kernel dependencies that it requires. Uh, mainly uses, you know, a lot of user space, so it's, it can run pretty much anywhere. It's not like tied into anything specifically. So yeah, it's real versatile, which is is a bonus, right? Because a lot of times you deploy a technology, and either the licensing won't carry over to moving that technology to a new platform, or which you keep, by the way, is another benefit from core stores, the licensing model. Um, but but also hardware-wise, you're required to use something specific, and in this instance, it pretty much runs anywhere. Um, it has some requirements, you know, if you want it to run fast, you got to have the metadata stored on SSDs and things like that. But generally speaking, it's really flexible and versatile, which basically reduces your total cost of ownership because you don't have any hardware lock-in. And if you want to deploy an instance in a remote office on a VM, you can. If you need the performance of having a physical server, you can do that. So. Wow, just freedom of choice and making it easy. Sounds like a dream package. Yeah. Well, I, I actually have a couple of questions for you, Jesse, that have come to mind as sure. you've been talking. And the first is, I know that you're very agnostic to the, the data protection platform that you're connected to. It really doesn't matter what it is, whether it's Veeam or ArcServe or Commvault or Veritas or any of the other plethora of products that are out there. Um, are any changes required on the backup software itself, or do you kind of plug in right in the middle with no changes to the current methodology? That's a good question. So just a bit of background on it. So in Core Store, basically, once you create, um, you know, your environment and you set up your storage groups and whatnot, and this is just to organize the data on the platform, you expose the space uh, to your infrastructure, either through SIFs, NFS, OST, uh, iSCSI, NDMP, and your uh, DMA, your data management application, doesn't matter what it is, whether it's Veeam, Commvault, NetBackup, Backup Exec, we support pretty much all of them. Uh, we plug in directly. There's no major changes to the DMA itself um, because for all intents and purposes, it's just writing to a secondary storage target. Uh, and, and a good point to mention in that respect is that we have our own protocol accelerator. So if you're familiar with OST, right, um, you're familiar with AIR, and things like that. Basically, we have an equivalent that is ours. And what that has allowed us to do is develop a driver for both Windows and SIFs and NFS for Linux and Solaris. We allow you to basically mount the NFS share and have acceleration uh, on the client side, which basically enables you to have client side deduplication. So you don't have to transfer as much information from the client. And the client being a backup node, a client, a media server, or whatever. So yeah, there's there's uh, definitely no nothing special that's needed from the DMA side to take advantage of everything CoreStore has to offer. Well, that's actually a really good lead into my next question, which was, without giving away any of your intellectual property or any of your secret sauce, how does CoreStore accelerate the backup and replication? Is it strictly deduplication? Is there more to it, or? What are you doing inside your engine to make this all happen? So uh, kind of touched a little bit on both of them, right? So natively, it's deduplication, variable block deduplication, compression, but we also have content awareness, right? 
So inside the stream, we're able to create marker filters for each DMA um, where, where it, it could take advantage of that technology to even reduce, you know, the, I guess the usage, the, the footprint of the data on our platform. And on the client side, RDA is just a proprietary uh, protocol that we have developed that allows us to do client-side dedupe just like any other client-side deduplication technology. And so a combination of those two is basically really gives us an advantage that you don't need to pay for it, for example, right? It's all inclusive licensing with CoreStore, unlike some of our competitive products and some of the products out there, you pay for these features. This is all in included with just the baseline licensing. But uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, how we get it done. Very cool. This is all so interesting and it's a really, really unique technology, which is why it's so great to be able to work with Aero Electronics and, you know, get in touch with our emerging technologies group. Because again, we're really, really focused on trying to bring, you know, companies like Quest Software to the forefront and make sure that everybody's aware of what they do and help uh, get impactful, you know, software into people's environments that can really uh, help with efficiencies, uh, making things easy and, of course, save everybody some money at the end of the day when it comes to uh, running their environment. What else is it that Arrow can do, you may ask, and it's, you know, we have multiple suppliers that we work with all across the board from hardware and software. And one of those uh, hardware suppliers that we do work with, we're very fortunate to have on our line car is Intel. And they have a really cool product called the Data Center Block, which has partnered up with Quest with this core store product and Larry's had his hands all over that. So Larry, do you want to tell us a little bit more about our Intel relationship and why it's so special with core store? Yeah. So what we're doing specifically with Intel in the emerging technology group is Intel is in just about every server that's out there. They make processors, they make network cards, they make RAID cards, they make SSD drives, they make Optane memory. So they're the components that are behind most of the server platforms that are in the market today, but they've also chosen to manufacture their own, what they're calling data center blocks. These are Intel built servers where they're using all of their own components, putting it together. And for lack of a better term, I don't always like the term a white box server because sometimes people associate white box with maybe a lower quality machine, but the Intel boxes are very well built. They're very well engineered. They're they're made by the people that are making a lot of the components, so they really know the engineering. They're very conservative in their ratings for power and cooling and performance. So they're giving a very high quality box and they're coming in at a very, a very good price point. And that's actually, as we were talking before the podcast started, I think Jesse, you had made a comment about what you had seen with the Intel data center blocks. Um, as you've done your testing, and I don't know if that's something you might want to repeat, but I think it was very, it was a very pertinent comment to what we're talking about right now. Sure. I mean, from my experience, based on the exposure we've we've had with the product and all the different platform vendors out there, I think Intel's data center block platform provides customers the best price to performance uh, ratio, right? So uh, the cost of the platform versus what you're going to get in terms of ingest rates, readback rates, to me, you know, clearly they were the best with that in mind or in that perspective. Yeah, and I think so what Arrow is doing is we're trying to take that hardware platform and be able to spec out for each particular customer the needs around capacity and CPU and memory and performance, and then bring that together with CoreStore. So whatever it takes to license the product for that particular customer's environment, 
and then we provide the pieces and then core store takes those pieces and implements them for the customer yeah and we had a considerable amount of time with the intel platform in our labs and doing a lot of uh ingest performance and tuning and so when when a customer gets uh one of these platforms it's you know going to be the best performing and the cost you, you really can't beat the costs Sounds like a business outcome and a win in my books, because at the end of the day, every business is all about money, cash flows, profitability and revenues. And this entire solution here seems like you're getting the best performance for the best price. So therefore, you get, like you said, best ingest ratios and compression, deduplication at a faster rate. Uh, and then the core store product itself is, you know, helping with that compression and deduplication. So then your cloud costs are made to be more efficient as well. So you spend a little bit of money on this product, on the solution, and the returns uh, seem to outweigh the upfront costs in the long run for sure. Helping make an impact in your business and giving you a competitive edge against all the competitors that are out there. So for those customers and partners that are in the channel, then, you know, how can our listeners get started with Quest and Core Store? What's the best way to get their hands on, on software? I mean, are there like trials? Yeah. So you can go to quest.com slash Core Store, download the product. By default, it comes with an evaluation period, fully functional. And this, that's the great thing about the product. I mean, you could just download an OVA, deploy it in v, VMware or download an image, Hyper-V, um, install it directly on a on a Linux machine or in the cloud or out of the cloud, wherever, and immediately get the you know exposure experience, start seeing the benefits with the evaluation license. And interestingly enough, we also have a community edition that's completely free, up to a terabyte of logical space or physical space, and uh, you can do that for people who are looking for a free deduplication footprint. And then once, you know, you get the product running, you like it, you reach out and get some licensing. But, um, you know, with the Intel platform, I think you really want the Arrows team involved in trying to, to you know, uh, build out a solution because um, they, they have probably the best experience out there when it comes to the Intel Databox platform. Thanks, Jesse. I appreciate that. Larry, who can they reach out to here at Arrow for that help with the Intel data center block and or getting the Quest side of the order process? So at Arrow, if you already have a, an account manager, if you're one of our reseller partners and you already work with an account manager, you can certainly reach out to them and they can get in contact with the appropriate people in our Emerging Technologies group. But also within Emerging Technologies, Brendan Bradley is the supplier manager in charge of this. And then myself, Larry Bourgeois, either of us can provide direction and guidance on putting together the Intel Data Center Block and Quest Core Store solution. Thanks, Larry. And thanks again, Jesse. So just to kind of recap, we talked about uh, an awesome company uh, in our emerging technologies group here at Arrow called Quest. They have an awesome product called Core Store, uh, offers the backup acceleration cloud mobility. That software can run on our Intel data center blocks, but it is open to run on multiple hardware manufacturers as well as cloud. So, you know, Quest is giving customers freedom of choice on where to run it. And, you know, at Arrow, we always try and provide the value add that we bring with uh, supporting our resellers and partner community when it comes to getting their hands on the right resources, the right equipment, the right ordering, quoting, processing, training, things like that. So, again, don't hesitate to reach out to any of the contacts that Larry and Jesse have offered to you. We'd love to be the ones that get you up and off the ground when it comes to using 
the core store product brought to you by Quest, possibly running on the Intel data center blocks. Um, and with that being said, thank you again so much for joining us on this episode of Aero Bandwidth. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag AeroBandwidth, and we'll see you next week.